Where's your mic, Sim? Hi. Hi. I'm prepared for a second. I love seeing you relaxed. Th- well, I'm sort of relaxed. In, we're in my bedroom because there's a sewage leak downstairs. Did we already talk about that? Uh, anyway, that's always well, I, fun. I experienced it yesterday. Yeah. I almost had to go pee in the porter potty. I know. I know. What would that have been like for you? I go to football games all the time. So, well, you know what? The worst is when you go into a porter potty and then there's something disgusting inside. I was at Coachella once and I went into the porter and there was a massive line. The porta potty opened and it was like smeared with poop. What'd you do? I, I went pee. Did you close your nose? Yeah, I was just, I was, I had to go for so long. I went pee and I was just praying that nobody recognized me, the next person that went in there. And like, I was just hoping that they did not think that I smeared my feces. That's always the thing. <laughs> Someone walking in next, they're going to immediately assume it's you. Do you think that Coachella will ever be our sponsor? <laughs> not after you fucking smeared shit all over the toilet. That was the last time I went to Coachella. <laughs> it was traumatizing. But then I saw Radiohead and that was awesome. Anyway, whatever. I want to go to Coachella with you. You and I would be the worst at Coachella. We would be, get lost immediately and we'd be complaining about like why we couldn't like get a beer because the line's <laughs> too long. Uh, we do have to talk about some... Feedback. Yay, ad reads. Oh, no. Feedback. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that in a second. Dear listeners, it's 10 a.m. Sim is over here. There's construction happening. There's a sewage leak. I guess life is better than some other people's lives, say, in Syria. But here we are, and uh, and Sim is... Well, I always adore seeing him. It's uh, it's a little rough this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Sim. Well, I drove an hour and a half in the traffic. Oh, fuck you. You probably okay. didn't drive. Did you take an Uber? No, I didn't. I, I actually drove. You, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. So, do you remember Carly from last week? We called her. It was during the Moshe and Natasha episode. And she's been friends with this guy for 10 years. They both had feelings for each other at various points. Uh, and she feels more comfortable with him than anyone else. And and she was just, she was deciding if she should confess her feelings. Natasha immediately advised Carly to wait to bring it up. Um, Moshe and I strongly disagreed. And... He argued that when people have one-of-a-kind relationships for a while, they can get stuck in that place, and even though both parties may be wanting more, neither will come forward. Love takes courage, and that someone has to make that leap. And uh, you, you said, you told Carly not to get caught up in all the nostalgia and to heavily factor the fact that they don't live in the same uh, area into her decision. So, Was that uh, wrong? No, I think you were right. I mean, I, I, I also, afterwards, I said that Carly should definitely tell the guy and that there's no risk for her. Do you want to hear about uh, what uh, some of our listeners have said? Yes. So... You know, we get a lot of feedback from people who which had we the, love, which we love. And we, and we had a lot of feedback from people who had the courage to actually talk about their feelings. And now they're in happy, happy relationships. Well, first, I'm, I'm going to give you a different perspective, uh, uh, not as happy. But this is from Michael, one of our male listeners in Austin. He wrote. Over a year ago, I was in a similar situation with a close longtime friend. One night with a little help from a bottle of wine, fish tacos and a great conversation, we started kissing. It was a bit of a surprise to both of us as we never saw each other in a different light for such a long time. As great as it was, we both knew the next morning that we just didn't have it. We had open dialogue for the next few days and weeks. As time went on, we actually grew closer than ever as great friends. She is currently seeing, from what I see so far, a really great guy that fits her better than I ever could. With Anna and Sim's past advice about opposite-sex friendship, I told her that I want to make sure he is comfortable with me as a friend of hers. I am hoping us two guys can hang out soon, minus me telling him I once made out with his girlfriend. As my advice goes, take the risk and have open communication. It didn't work out for my friend and I, yet I'm very happy that it happened. I think he means the, uh, you know, the hookup. If he is a good man, he will show his character with the ability to remain friends past the awkwardness if it goes that route. If you are still having doubts, go back and listen to the Kristen Chenoweth episode. The caller was in the same situation as you, and Kristen gave great advice. So best of luck, Carly. Thank you, Anna and Sim, for everything you all do. I've been listening since Anna made an appearance on the ESPN Fantasy Focus a couple of years back. Shout out to uh, Matthew Berry. 
the heartfelt advice has touched my inner core. He goes on to talk about how great we are, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I love when they do that. That's I'm not so read it kind. Though, it's great. But love you all. I, I like I uh, like our male th- listeners. Thank they, you. It, that, and that sounds so mature. So, it does. And, and thank you so much for, for listening and for your feedback. We really do appreciate it. So here's a happy ending. This is from Lindsay. I just finished listening to episode 125. And I wanted to share some feedback regarding your caller, Carly. Carly's story hit home for me. I moved to a new high school when I was 15 and met a guy who through the years became one of my favorite people and best friends. When high school ended, we both went to different colleges six hours apart, but kept in touch almost daily. There were definite feelings, but I always hesitated saying anything because we were so far apart geographically and I didn't want to ruin our friendship. Then one weekend, we were both home from school and he ended up kissing me. We spent an amazing weekend together, but neither one of us said anything about how we felt. I tried to chalk it up to a fun weekend and we both went back to school. We started talking on the phone daily and my feelings continued to grow. I kept hoping he would tell me that he had feelings for me, but almost two weeks went by and nothing happened. I got to the point where I couldn't deny my feelings anymore and I finally realized that I would rather risk it not working out, getting rejected and or ruining the friendship versus not saying anything and always wondering what could have been. I finally got the courage and told him how I felt. Fast forward, and I am happy to report that we have been happily married for almost nine years and have a beautiful son. If Carly truly likes this guy, I think she should take the risk and tell him how she feels. My experience taught me the importance of being vulnerable and asking for what I want in life. Who knows? This guy may feel exactly the same way she does and is scared for the same reasons she is. Especially as women, we should feel empowered to take more risks and create the life we want. Thank you, Anand Sim, for an amazing podcast. I've been listening from the very beginning and look forward to it every week. You are the best and I love you. Much love, Lindsay. I love you too. Thank you. That's amazing. And congratulations for for being courageous. And and I'm so happy for your wonderful marriage and beautiful child. All right, no more no more delaying. Let's just get to Logan Browning right now. I have a theory that's like uh, that a lot of actors are are pretty kind of shy introverts, actually, and yeah, that's and- sort of why like we started this podcast a little bit because it felt like a way for me to interact with people outside of the industry and also not like you know being filmed and Mm -hmm. whatever and um yeah that makes sense no I I feel that I I think I've always like growing up I thought I was an extrovert because I was always really friendly and outgoing and but I realized I I do get really like socially confused in terms of like when I'm in like a like yesterday I was at this really dope brunch, um, Ciroc and Variety put it on. It's for like women empowerment. It was this whole awards thing. Super cool. But I just felt like I was, there was this way I was supposed to be. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, I was like, am I, am I pulling it off? Like, am I doing it? Right. And you're also surrounded by like people that you know and admire and you mm-hmm. feel like we're all in the same club but you don't but not, know them yeah. and and it's like oh I like your work you look amazing or whatever I, I feel like you're always at those events like looking for your best friend mm-hmm. and you also there's this feeling of like undercurrent of like are we in the same club yeah am yeah. I a part of this do club I don't this, know are there tears to this do. club what tier do I belong in totally. uh, <laughs> luckily for me this event had you like bring they had you seat your table so um, fill your table so I just I got to fill it with all people I knew oh that's nice also was difficult because they were like nine people and I was like how do I know nine people <laughs> like <laughs> how do I fill this table um but it, it was really nice because I I was not sitting with strangers. What did you, what did they serve at brunch? I always feel like brunch food is the lamest. I like brunch food, but it wasn't, it wasn't my, I think it was good. I just didn't really eat it. What would be your favorite breakfast brunch food then? Have you ever been to Blue Jam Cafe on Melrose? There's a couple, it's a chain, I think. I have, yes. Yeah. They have this French toast that's like dipped in like a uh, crunch, like cereal, a crunchy cereal. Ooh, and then they so, don't, oh, so, so good. crispy. Ooh, sorry, it's I didn't crispy. mean to cut you off. Yeah, I was just getting enthusiastic. <laughs> Clearly I'm hungry. <laughs> and there's, um, and they don't use syrup. They use this like vanilla drizzle. That's ideal for me. Oh, all right. Are you eggs Benedicti? That's what they had at the brunch. And so you weren't, 
Higgs Benedicti. <laughs> I, I am. It just, what was it about the, it was difficult to cut. You can't do like a mass service of Eggs Benedict. It has to be like freshly assembled and then presented to you. Well, because of the poached eggs. Did you know you can poach apples? I didn't realize you could poach other things other than eggs. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can poach apples. And then you make applesauce? The guy was making, I was at a, a, a bakery and he was make, he was poaching apples for German pancakes that had like apples Ooh. on it. Who's this guy? He's at La Brea Bakery. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to grill you on your love life unless you want me That's to. That's it. It's food. All right. <laughs> okay, but wait. Speaking of that, though, um, I don't know if you are single, and I will only inquire until after, like, after we record, and then maybe I won't even because I'll try to be polite. But um, you're so sweet. I'm really sweet. I'm known for I my sweetness. I love it. <laughs> I'm just like that little syrup that's drizzled over the yeah. French. Uh, you are. You really are. <laughs> Are you from the South? <laughs> I am. I'm from Seattle, north of Seattle. And yeah, I've actually, um, this is like the, what LA has done to me. I used to be very, very bitter and angry. <laughs> I still am. I'm an undercurrent of that, but uh, we can get into that later. <laughs> but um, okay, so these would be deal breakers for um, a dude, right? Okay. Okay. Every single toiletry in his house was taken from a hotel room. That's a bad thing. I didn't, I, listen, this is you. Oh. I'm not here to like pass judgment. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Because I take them. I do too. I go up to the, especially there's a hotel I really like in New York and I like that they use Le Labo's fragrances. And so I always go and I get five of their, what hotel? The addition. Oh, I gotta go there. Mm -hmm. It's really good. All right. As long as they were really like good hotel products. Okay, but I wouldn't every single like they if they maybe they travel for a living and it doesn't make sense to buy full tubes of toothpaste. I listen. I am so like waste not want not, and I didn't grow up going to like nice hotels, so I'm I can I can be very greedy. Um, Well, it's not even greedy, right? It is. Is there a controversy it's, it's, if there's like if it's like a gift that the hotel gives you, or if it's I like I think you can take anything they put out there, but I don't think you can go and like raid the the maid that's going through. Oh, the, I do. What really? <laughs> yeah, you raid like, the maid's cart. I've taken a bottle cart? of water off of the cart before. Have you ever taken like nice. toiletries off the cart? Yeah. What are you? That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if I like them. See, this is the thing. I don't often like the hotel products. They're usually really drying. I don't yes. like the smell. They're too lemony. They smell like cleaner. So when they're good, I All take right. them. But I also, I don't know what you guys are envisioning because I'm envisioning this like, this very like, he, he's very minimal and he's very, he's still very put together. And I don't know. I just, I'm not picturing like some slob that doesn't want to buy things. Okay, well, let's say he uses like the shower gel to also like do his dishes. <laughs> okay, but but he's that's a different guy. But he is it the really, same guy? Okay, it's the but same he's guy. Really, like I just don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste anything. And well, it does, does the it same work? Thing. I, I mean, it like, totally works. Yeah, he's doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he's there. To, maybe I'm there to learn. Maybe there's something for me to learn. I love him. this. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you text him, he only sends an emoji response. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think maybe there's something wrong with me today because I don't think this is awful, but I think it's just something wrong with me right now. Um, <laughs> I think I think I actually would be upset about that. But I also think that you can really express yourself with emojis. But are you, um, do you emojis and gifts? I wouldn't be mad if there were emojis in gift. Do you say gif or jif? Anna doesn't know what a gift is. Yeah, okay. You have to explain I to her. I think it's like a really short video of something, like somebody Can, doing something odd. Close. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, You've seen thanks, one. Him. You've seen them before. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Um, okay, but what if, like, are you a phone, talk? like, would you, do you talk on the phone? I like voice notes. Okay, I don't know what that is either. It's, um, like... <laughs> In your in your forty one, did I tell you that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to come you all have, the way over here. The same phone from I the do. Mirror. 
<laughs> they work the same. I also have 102 unread text messages right now. No. I know. But this will change your life, though. If honestly. you do voice if you notes, use, you're, then you, you would love it. Okay. I'm not kidding. Tell her what it okay, is. Okay, so there, yeah. Um, so, voice note is when you're recording, you, you don't have to send a long text message with your thumbs. You can just hold one thumb down and say what you need to say. Let it go, and it sends it to the person. It's literally like leaving a voicemail, but you can go back and forth and back and forth. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, but it's like a walkie-talkie. But auto I love this education. Have you tried auto No, oh, yeah. Sim, come on. We can't get on to this like tech talk with Sim. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, do, do you talk on the phone though? Like if you're dating yeah. somebody, um, like, because I, I don't know, that's how I sort of, you know, I grew up like before. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember like before call waiting? You might not, but, uh, but yeah, it was like my brother and I were constantly fighting fighting for the phone. Yeah. Did you have, I boys had to call my house in a specific way. They had to say, hello, Dr. Browning. This is so-and-so may I please speak with Logan. And then my dad would sometimes say no for no good reason. Or he'd say, yeah, he, my, my dad would say yes to the, like the really nerdy guys that I didn't like. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. so-and-so oh. wants to speak to you. Like, I don't want to talk to them, dad. Yeah. Well, Dr. Browning probably has really good taste. Yeah, he does. He did. Yeah, but, um, but, uh, did you have to do? No, I mean, no guys really called me. In fact, oh. um, guys didn't call me. <laughs> this is, what I, this was my strategy. I would leave the phone like if I thought a guy might call me I would leave the phone off the hook because I just couldn't bear it if oh. I didn't get the phone call I know so I would just like and then my mom would be like why is the phone off the hook like when she picked it up in the other room I know it's it's this a, is really sad well I, it's, this is really listen, sad. I was managing my expectations so what did you do the, if you went to school the next day and you were like someone was like I tried to call you. No, 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 no. And that didn't happen. That, that never happened. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Oh. I knew where I knew my social status. I want to meet young Anna. <laughs> she had headgear. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> I wish she would have been my friend back then. Um, okay, so <laughs> he runs an Etsy store for his homemade dolls. <laughs> Um, <laughs> his, okay, wait. his homemade, he makes homemade dolls, like ch- dolls of like, ch- like, you know, like babies. Are they like Barbies, like grown women? Are they, it's all across the board. Okay. He makes entire families. They all have removable heads as they should. And it's, a, it's a side business. Um, you know, I am all about a hustle and I'm all about a side hustle. All right, because I would be into it too. Because I like morbid things. Yeah, and I'm not sure she's into it. <laughs> oh, <I>, sorry. <laughs> oh, you you might be right. Sorry, I may have jumped the gun on that one. I, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I I think I'd be very curious. I'd have a lot of questions. Like why why dolls specifically? Like is it like why all dolls? Like maybe there's this really cool history, you know. Or maybe there's this really strange obsession with like women as figurines and needing to be perfect. And then maybe I wouldn't want to be with him because he has like this strange obsession and expectation of me. Nope. It's uh, all genders, all different sizes, oh. like, like all across the board. It's just I think what he was thinking is that he he wrestles with his own mortality. And uh, this is his way of sort of dealing with his fear of death. Do you know this guy? <laughs> I am this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Do you want to buy one of my dolls, Logan? (laughs) I would love to. Totally give you a celebrity discount. Thank you. What is that? (laughs) Oh, it's 20% off. Yeah, that's a a really great deal. (laughs) 
What, like a thousand? Are you like selling these dolls for some like obscene amount? Um, okay, he's a personal trainer. Uh, it's funny when my I have a lot of girlfriends who get into the personal trainers, and I I don't personally get it. Um, I like for guys to be fit, but I don't. I'm not I'm not drawn to like m muscles and like. I'm I'm into a lifestyle. I'm into people having that really healthy lifestyle, but. So what are you drawn to? And, and then I'm going to get back mm. to personal training, you think. But, <laughs> but yeah, but what are you into? I, I'm, I'm, I like very smart. I like, I'm into being challenged. I like people who, who challenge me, but who also, um, it's, it's weird that I'm into people who know how to disarm me. Like I, I can put up a guard. So when someone, when I meet someone who innately knows how to like take that down, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. That's like selfish that. kind no, of. Actually. No, no, no. Because I think that like as women and in our town in our industry, um, there is like, like everyone's, I love so, I love creative people, but it, but you do recognize like when someone's trying to, when someone has an angle mm -hmm. and you can pick up it on it pretty quickly mm -hmm. after a while. And it feels, it does feel like, oh, you're underestimating me. So it's, it is always interesting when, when somebody doesn't do that, you know, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm really open. Like, I don't know if I'm really drawn to anything. I think when it, when it's in front of me, that's when I know. I don't feel like I'm necessarily like. Is there somebody in a profession that you wouldn't date? It's been a rule of mine. I've been trying to like break it because I live in this town and in this society, but um, or this industry. But I I never date actors or entertainers or athletes. And I've been open to people who fall under that category because of the fact that I've been so adamant about not. Um, I, I prefer like the engineer, the tech minds, the finance. Like I'm, I'm, I guess I am drawn to that. I, um, at the top of my list has always been magicians because I don't understand somebody who wants to kind of freak you out without <laughs> telling you their secrets. Um, <laughs> wait, at the top of the list of things you wouldn't want. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. That's much better. I, I, okay. Oh no, I, yeah, I would be, <laughs> Like I make headless dolls and I love, I love magicians. <laughs> I love You're like, cut me can I half. get out of here as soon as possible? Where's my horse? Um, but it, it's funny. Like I have this this big long list of of like people and professions that I, that I always feel like are red flags. But I also feel like those are also very intriguing things to me as yeah. well. Um, but like, athletes was, uh, I think, number four on my list. What is two and three? Oh, well, number one, it shifted actually from magicians to unemployed video game designer. Wait, wait. <laughs> or wannabe video oh, game designer. So he's not really good at it. No, no. He lives with his parents. Oh, okay. a lot of weed. No, yeah, no. <laughs> he sounds 17. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's 17. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> Also, no. Number three was athlete. Stand up comics wasn't that on the list? Yeah, um, really. Also, uh, chefs. The chefs that that one makes sense to me. Oh, I don't explain the chefs to me. I will, but athletes. It's not just because of like the cheat, like the whatever, whatever we perceive as what we think an athlete's life is. But I feel like I would be really exhausted trying to um, be emotionally supportive. To like, you know, like, oh, it's okay that you lost. It's not that big of oh. a deal. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. Like, we, like, you guys, like, yeah, I know that rookie, like, came in, but I bet he's going to injure his knee. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> professions with so much, um, you know, with so much pressure, a partner that can give emotional support constantly is kind of required. And I just don't know yeah. if I can do that I'm too selfish do you yeah do you feel like you need that because I feel like I do yeah 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 I mean I think everyone needs it to a degree of course but um I just don't know if it would be a right fit but chefs yeah, think what's about, the chef okay name? see here's the thing it seems like it's a good idea yeah it does right I know <laughs> I know it seems like uh yeah but food but the problem is <laughs> this is by the way I haven't dated 
any of these people. <laughs> so we may never, you may not know. No, I'm totally, yeah, I'm the, the worst. But no, I, I always thought after watching Hell's Kitchen a lot that there was the cultivation of anger in a kitchen, oh. in like a hot kitchen, and that how does a, a person not sort of bring that home when well maybe they could get it all out of their system at maybe work. at but then you see them at like 4 a.m and you know they whatever yeah, like weird hours yeah like I, I don't know listen this is I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> you know that you are on a podcast called unqualified <laughs> <laughs> but right? I still feel like I'm learning I never thought about a chef as a like a as a partner. fiery temper yeah no but they're you know they're in close like like it's high pressure and they're sweating and like everyone's mad at each other and you know whatever. What about like restaurant owners? Fine, like you don't have to be a chef, but if you own the restaurant and you just show up, and I think you too much ego. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mm. I, I have a really big ego. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Logan. Um, on the first date, he tells you it's really cool. You are named after a dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I wonder if anybody said that to me god prob- I mean it's not a deal breaker necessarily we had a big debate about this yeah, before we you talked came. about this for yeah. 20 minutes <laughs> really yeah because we um we didn't know like if the angle was um like is this guy flirt like attempting to be charming but doesn't right. come off well. Right. If like, he's trying to be flirty. Is it, is it like a little bit of a charm- foot and yeah. mouth situation? We didn't know. I mean, I, I I guess I have had people say that to me. And I think it's, I mean, it's an acknowledgement that I'm a, a woman with a, a name that can be unisex. So I guess it's cool. But it it's would, a fucking it would depend, awesome name, by the way. Thank you. It would depend on like if he opened with that and what the, like what the tone was. Like that, I do think that it could be weird. Would it be better if he said something like, um, you know, my my like best friend from childhood was named Logan and uh, and I've never like it's it's cool that you're a girl. I don't know. Like I've had people say that, though. I've had people say I've never met a girl, Logan. I'm not offended by it. I'm never offended by that. I always just wonder, like the attempt at small talk. Like the awkward small, <laughs> like first date. Well, in the assumption that a guy might have, like what might spark your attention, right. or you know, or maybe they want to see if it'll get a rise out of me. Maybe they want right. to see like what I'm, what I'm yeah. like when I'm feisty. Which is, and would you like that though? If they want to see the side of me, get a little crazy, then that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Logan is on the top ten list of boy names for 2017. Anna isn't. It, no, it was not. <laughs> no. A list of top ten boy names. Oh, my parents. Um, but Anna's lo- a good name. It just wasn't on the top ten list of the boy <laughs> names. Just to be clear. <laughs> uh, his dad hits on you the first time he meets you. Oh, my God. I heard his dad hits, and I was like, hell no. Wait, okay. <laughs> his dad hits on me. Yeah. Where are we finding these guys? Well, it's his dad, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you forgive? What kind like, of hit? Like, like he he kind of like he like looks you up and down. And he's like, you know, oh, you look good, Logan. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, I will be. Well, here the the truth of the matter is, it may it would possibly be a deal breaker for the son because I may have to lay into the dad. Then I may have to like cuss the dad out and be like, what the hell? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh that's a twist that we weren't yeah. anticipating. <laughs> and I may like. Have the dad in like a chokehold, like, I'm a human being, don't treat me like a piece of meat. He's like in my elbows. And then let's say, uh, let's say the guy is like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Aw. I know it's kind of sweet. Wait, why is his dad there? Um, you guys are at uh, a brunch for <laughs> female empowerment. <laughs> Eating eggs Benedict. <laughs> okay, of course, of course. <laughs> That's why he's there. Uh, I mean, some it, it really would depend on like how someone hit on me too. Like sometimes a little flirtation's not always ba- a bad thing, but if it was like if it was aggressive and I felt like uncomfortable, I mean, there's a fine line. So. Okay, what if um, you're at a restaurant, first date, 
um, you notice that your date like tips 25% and maybe you say something like, um, that's nice or whatever. And he says, well, you know, hashtag me too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what the hell? I'd probably like throw, well, no, I drink, you don't, you don't waste wine. I throw the rest of my water in his face. <laughs> I like your priorities, Lauren. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or, but what if he's like, like he's completely baffled by your anger. And the fact that he's covered in water. <laughs> yeah, if he's like, I thought that we, like, I thought that, you I mean, you're a strong, powerful feminist. Like, I thought that I was, you know, helping the cause. Good effort. <laughs> it was nice to have dinner with you. <laughs> I'll see you never. Like, I would just not into it. <laughs> He's like, I don't have any sisters, though. I don't know. Like, I've never. I'm not as child. obvious. <laughs> Mr. Me Too. That's very obvious. <laughs> My mom died when I was three. It happens. <laughs> oh, oh, Logan, you're <laughs> harsh. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. Bless his heart. Oh. Um, okay, so you have a great first date. On the second date, he invites you to a football game with his parents. I like football. I love football, actually. So, but the the parents is it a free game part? You're cool with? I mean, maybe the, they have like season tickets. Maybe they're like. Fans. This was a completely different <laughs> angle than we thought. Oh, <laughs> uh, like I, this is also probably why I'm like single. So maybe I'm not the best. Person no, no, no. Because we were thinking questions. like, like, is it awkward for um, like on a second date? You meet? Oh, I meet his parents. parents. Yeah. Maybe I'm like really flattered. Maybe he's like, this girl is awesome. But I do also, I get the angle where it's like, I don't know if I should be meeting your parents like right now, you know, like let's actually just get to know each other. This could be weird if it doesn't work out. And then your parents are like, what happened to that gorgeous, talented, smart, funny, ambitious girl that you brought to the Falcons game? And then you have to explain yourself. He's the hashtag me too, dude. Yeah. And you're oh. going to be like, I'm going to fuck with his like <laughs> fuck with his whole fucking life yeah, now yeah <laughs> wait so his I'm mom's gonna, not there. i'm gonna make his parents fall in love with me dad just dad <laughs> <laughs> or his stepmom it's his stepmom <laughs> um all right well should we take five yeah, minutes you want to do, a, do, you do a quick break or yeah, want, yeah let's do a, a, a pee break and then, is that all right yeah perfect okay. and then we'll do two calls <laughs> and right. then we'll be done call Megan first and Megan is here in LA and she's 25. Hello, this is Megan. Hey Megan, it's Sim. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm going to introduce you to Anna right now. Hi Megan. Hi Anna. Hey, thanks so much for doing this. You're so kind to do this. I so appreciate it. I'm really excited to be able to talk to you guys. <laughs> and we're here with Logan Browning. Hi, Megan. And she's from Dear White People, and she's amazing. Hi. We I'm should, also a relationship mention, expert. We should it, mention that Dear White People, season two, is, is out now? It's all, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're bored, Megan, if you're, like, needing some time alone or with somebody else, you can binge Dear White People on Netflix. And it's an awesome show. Thank you. Megan, tell us what's going on with you. Yeah, so um, 
I'm with my boyfriend of almost two years and we live together right now. Um, he is a student. So he was talking, we were, uh, we knew he was planning on studying abroad and he had told me originally that he thought when he studied abroad that we were going to go on a break. Um, and I thought about it for a long time and tried to gather myself up and, and figure out what I wanted from this. And I brought to him and I told him that I didn't want us to go on a break that I figured there were so many other options because of social media and how we could keep in contact that we should try and work through it and stay together. Um, and then I, I just had a few questions to him and I asked him that uh, I wanted to make sure that he saw the same future that I saw with him. Um, and he then told me that he doesn't see a future with us and that he didn't this, this whole time. And he hadn't told me, um, but that, when we finished that conversation he finished it saying like we should stay together now but it was just really confusing um it made me like really sad because I felt like completely blindsided by that information that I didn't know for this you know this really long period of time and I'm just confused now as to like what we're doing um I mean we live together so it makes it really hard just to like break up I guess but I've been trying to figure out like what to do and how to sort out my emotions ever since this. Wait, so Megan, I have like I have a gazillion questions. Um, so he wanted to study abroad while you guys were living together. Yeah, it was like planned a little bit further in the future, so like it was going to be past our original lease. Um, that's why we ended up having to have these conversations because our lease was coming up and we needed to figure out what to do. Where did he want to go? Uh, he was talking about like Switzerland or something along those lines. But in my opinion, it was a place where like, I I'm a bartender. So like I could pick up and bartend anywhere. And I was willing to like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to go with him. So did he want to go alone though? Like, yeah, I, he yeah. wanted, I mean, it seemed like, yeah, it seemed like he wanted to go alone. So he wanted, he wants to like escape. I'm not, I don't, do you mind telling us what he he does you don't have to if you don't want to but uh but it because it does um, he's just he's just a student he's a, a student veteran so um he doesn't have to work he's just going to school um and how does he get support like do you financially support him no um we're we're pretty much equal in the apartment because he has uh, the gi bill that kind of covers that stuff so we're we're, we're both financially independent so, you know, what's, what's tough, I think, um, and there, I have more questions to ask, but what I think what's really tough is once, at least in my experience, once, uh, there's been kind of a major devastation and the, the realization that two people are not on the same page and one of them tries to like that heartbreak, it, it feels like, um, I don't know. I always used to think of it as like, you know how there's a tiny grain of sand and that's how a pearl is made. Like you're slowly sort of building up this shield in your heart. And like, and that's why I think a lot of breakups take forever. It's like, you know, you like the patterns of like, you know, you break up yeah. and then you get back together because it, it sounds to me like Megan, you are in a little bit of pain and I don't want you to, take him back only to revisit sort of his desire for escape again. And what about he, a living situation? Well, that is a thing. You're together right now, right? Yeah, we're together right now. Yeah, we are. What? You guys are sleeping together as well and you guys are being uh, physical? Yeah, and that was one of the other things too that's been weird because since we had this conversation, like he's been more physically affectionate and he's been, it seems more into the relationship than he ever was before. But I don't know if I can have my heart in a situation where he doesn't see it, us ending up together. Well, do you think that, um, do you think that he values you in the way that you want to, to be valued? Like he may be more affectionate now, but is it enough? No, I mean, it just, it, it, it just masks everything. It kind of makes it seem like we're both pretending like nothing is wrong and like nothing, like it, we're pretending like he's never said anything. And so 
in that aspect, everything has been great because like day to day we've been, you know, great with each other and we've been able to hang out together and do things together. But I just feel like there's like a time clock now on us. Do you think that there's like, this is a phase that he's going through where he eventually will come around to the fact that you guys can be together forever? Is that something? I mean, Cause I know that's what you want deep down, but do you think that you're hanging in there because maybe one day you feel like he might come around or you think that he's, are you convinced that because he told you that, you know, he doesn't see a future that there will be no future. He's pretty stubborn. And like when he says something like that, he wouldn't say it if he was maybe thinking it was a possibility. He would only say it if it was for sure. So as much as like I want to pretend that, you know, everything is fine and that we're going to, you know, he might come around. Like I, just from knowing him, like he wouldn't have said that to me if it wasn't certain of how he feels. Megan, is he your age too as well? Yeah, we're, we're, I'm 25 and he's 26. So, uh, so here's the thing. A lot of people, it takes, it takes, um, you know, a bit of time, I think for, for people to not, um, sort of, uh, to say exactly what they're feeling in a moment. Um, and uh, I mean, I stick my foot in my mouth all the time, but me too, uh, but, but I don't think that, um, I don't, I don't think that you should be with this person out of like routine or, or the lease because this, you know, like some scars you can deal with. Maybe this is one of those. I think you're the only one who can sort of answer that, but it is something that you won't, that you won't forget. And, and maybe that's okay. Like through, maybe through his actions, he will prove to you that, um, that he loves you more than anything. I don't think though that, um, you know, you should live with any kind of pain. And I'm so sorry that, um, that, that he said that to you and, and now you're sort of living with it to me, like wanting to, to study abroad, like at age, you know, 26 or whatever, 25 or however old he was when he said that is him looking to, uh, find a, a meaning in life that he, he that he's not feeling and that doesn't have anything to do with you and uh and unfortunately that's not something that I think you can ever fix this is so hard because she doesn't want to leave the relationship and and he I think he is also feeling a little stuck right now um because I don't think he wants to be in I think they're both in this very tough position because he knows eventually that he doesn't want to be with her long term and she's stuck because she's hoping that she's holding out hope. And right. But, it, but, but, oh, sorry, Sam, I didn't mean to yeah, cut, cut no. you off, but, but I will. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but, Please. But, but also there is like, when you work really hard, there is like the ease of a, a relationship that almost like breaking up feels like such a complication that you can't even quite tell it like that in and of itself feels so overwhelmingly exhaustive i don't know that kept me in relationships in the past like and there's a lot of that right now there's a lot of that going on where it is going to be a a pain and a struggle to kind of tie up any loose ends this is you know when you're living together with someone especially if you've been together for as long as they've been together it's this is going to get tougher and tougher for her right now and the sooner that you guys break up it's probably easier because you're prolonging the inevitable right now which is it's just going to be harder on you, Megan. Would you feel comfortable expressing all of this to him or would you not? And the reason why I ask that is because I've felt powerless in relationships in the past where I wouldn't have, I wouldn't necessarily, I felt a little bit conditioned in the power dynamic. Would you feel comfortable saying this to him? Like, I'm not happy and I don't feel valued. And I just don't think that the love of your life should be making you feel this miserable and sad. That's, that's what I hate because I don't want Megan to feel like this at all. I want her to be valued, like you said, and be with someone that really just wants to be with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a physical like person. So like I need to write things down before I bring them to somebody. And I've been able to do that with a couple of things, but whenever I bring it to him in person, I get like really emotional and I have been able to express like that. I've been heartbroken by him, but, um, that's pretty much it so far. Megan, people, people treat you how you allow them to treat you. And 
I feel like you're staying in a situation out of fear. And I don't think that you're a young woman who exists in, in that space of fear. You sound like a really strong young woman to me. I believe you should know your worth. And if you were to step away from this relationship and step away from this living situation, you might give him an opportunity to show you how much he cares, if that's the case. And if not, then don't be afraid to allow somebody else into your life. 25 is so young. Like, don't be afraid, you know? There's, there, there are so many other people and, and there's so much potential for you and you might be missing it because you're, you're stuck and you almost have signed a contract by allowing this person to like say this thing to you and, and you haven't addressed it. You've signed a contract by pleading the fifth. What do you guys think about this? Like if Megan said, hey, I've been thinking about it, been talking to some friends, I think that you should study abroad. Hey, I, I'm with that. Like, I think you should go to Switzerland. And it's like, it's a beautiful country from what I hear. <laughs> I actually really support that. You, you know what I mean? Like, the, that that would be... She's initiating the breakup, then, is what she's doing. Right. But, yeah. And I know that, Megan, that would be... I know because you love him. But that, I don't know, at least at least his reaction would be interesting. And I, and I want to advocate for honesty, like, but I also think that that's a way out of like the lease and the roommate situation. And because, because I think Megan too, you've, you've already digested the heartbreak. And even if he is like, whatever, bringing you roses every day and ask you to marry him, this is this, it's, it's left, it's an imprint on you and always will. And so I, if you suggest something like that, like I've thought about it a lot and I think you should study abroad. I'm not sure you're happy here and sort of leave it at that. Then his reaction will either be, it will, it'll just be very telling because if he gets panicked and like, you know, and is like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, like, I don't want to go anywhere without you. Um, I want to experience this together or whatever. Like his reaction will, will just inform you, I think of how you should proceed. Right. Do you think is that? Yeah. I, I think so because I, I just don't like the fact they are having this great physical relationship right now and they are being, you know, sweet to each other. I don't like that because I don't, I think it just rings false, especially from his, his end. And I don't like that. He's I bringing agree. her into this, I, so the sooner this happens, the better, because two, three, four years down the road, Megan's just going to think to herself, I wish I cut the cord a lot sooner. Why I know. Why did he keep me in his grasp, grasp for this course, long? Of course, I want to tell Megan, like, you know, to, to break up with him. And that, I, but you and I, like, we all know how hard it is when somebody tells you that oh, it's, it's such easy of course yeah. no i know i know yeah. I'm, I'm looking down know, the road and i'm just thinking because i know how hard it is to get out of a situation right like this. right 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 and yeah and it's hard when when almost like your feelings of rejection uh almost dom like convince your brain that you're more in love than you are mm-hmm. do you, you you guys know what i'm saying i like, mean i also support him traveling abroad in general I, th- I love traveling abroad i think i mean studying abroad i think it's it could be a great thing for him who knows maybe he goes abroad lives this life comes back and then you guys are like we actually yeah. are meant to be together or or megan Finds like some hobby, Hot, yeah, at, that she would have never at met. Restaurant, <laughs> and is suddenly like, yeah, I like that let's scenario. Let's get it on. <laughs> yes, well, that scenario will happen sooner if this if the I, process I is started I sooner. Megan and and I always, I, we talk to, you know, a lot of our dear dear callers that are willing to share their experiences that so many people can relate to, including yours, and it it feels so easy to say like, oh my God, break up with him. But I know also how hard it is. And what what I think you really need to focus on is your level of happiness and how good he makes you feel. Which is confusing right now because he is right. making her feel good, which is why it's so confusing for her. Yeah. Megan, you still called us, which is so amazing of you. But if she was feeling like, completely comfortable and satisfied yeah, and true. like completely secure. Megan, I don't mean to 
be presumptuous, but I imagine that you wouldn't have called us. Like this, this is still, this is a wound that hasn't healed. I, I don't know if, I think that's something that only you can sort of figure out, but it is telling that, you know, I've convinced myself that, um, that I've been really happy in relationships. It's just something to think about. Um, will you please keep us updated? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, definitely. And and let us know and and please be strong and know that you are you should be, you know, valued just just, you know, the way and 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 be able to give love the way you want to too, you know. Megan, thank you so much. I love you, Megan. Thanks thank so you, much. Anna, thank you. Anna, thank you. So nice to talk to you all. Thank you so much. I love you. I hope I hope we were of some oh god, we weren't helpful. Hang in there, Megan. This oh, is going to yeah. work out. It's going to work yeah. out for the best. Just hang in there. And please, 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 mm-hmm. please be in touch, Megan. I will. Thank okay. you. Love Thanks. you guys. I love you. Bye. 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 So sweet. Tough. Tough one. So tough, tough one because he's she... making he's making her this is a little manipulative when a guy because I feel like yeah. he's having his cake and eating it too in a way. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted to ask more about the finance stuff because yeah. I don't know mm. if, um, like, and also, she, and Megan sounded blue, and I don't, I just feel like I've been there, like the half breakup, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, uh, and it, it's such a, it's such a power play on his part. Yeah, for completely. sure. This is why I'm a little upset about this because I know what he's doing. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah, especially yeah, he knows. He knows she's there to stay because mm-hmm. he knows how to keep her there, mm-hmm. even after he's expressed his long-term intent. It's, yeah. it's really, it's really yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna call Malia. Malia, she's in San Francisco. We've bumped her four times. Oh God. So we finally got oh, her on the show. Malia. Oh God. I hope she picks up. I hope it's Malia Obama. Oh. But we first have to start off with apologies, profuse apologies, Anna. Yes. Hello. Malia, it's Sim. Hi. You probably hate me hey. right now. Oh, Malia. Hey, I'm doing awesome now. How are you? Uh, now, because <laughs> we've bumped you five times oh or four times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Malia, I am so sorry. Oh, no, that's totally fine. This is, like, seriously so awesome. I'm, like, slightly freaking out right now. This oh, is awesome. <laughs> you're so sweet. I feel like everyone... God, it's because of my, like, ram- <laughs> rambling no. monologues. But, um, I, but thank you so much for, for doing this. And you're here with Logan Browning. Hey, Malia. I love your name. Your name is so Hi. cool. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for, for sticking with us and being a part of this podcast. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I really appreciate, yeah, you guys having me on. This is this is great. I think it's a an, an awesome thing that a lot of listeners will definitely um, enjoy hearing about. <laughs> Malia, tell us, what do you want help? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so really quick backstory on me is I was actually a competitive dancer my entire life. Um, it's something, you know, my parents put me in when I was really little and kind of were told about my potential and they saw how much I loved it. So it's something I've always stuck with and I'm not going to lie, I was pretty good at it. Um, every kind of dance team I tried out for, I made, won lots of competitions and awards and stuff like that. Um, when I went off to college, I was the only freshman who made it onto my dance company at school. Um, so it's always been something that I've been really good at and passionate about. I've always been very humble about it, though. Never the kind of person to be like, oh, you know, I'm the best dancer around. Like, that's 
just not me at all. Um, I just do it because I love it. I'm good at it. It's fun. Um, so there was always kind of a part of me that I always wanted to try out for a professional dance team. So either, you know, with the NBA and NFL. And this year I got kind of convinced by a few people to, you know, go ahead and try it. I'm in good shape. Uh, definitely the dancing ability was still there. So I went ahead for it, you know, trained, um, went to an audition and made it past the first round and then actually got cut before finals. And it hurt. It sucked really bad. <laughs> um, it was more kind of frustration because unfortunately in this kind of professional dance world, a lot of it is based more on looks and not necessarily who is the best performer or dancer or who's going to be, you know, the best role model for the team itself. It's a lot of it is based off of, you know, your body and your hair and that kind of stuff. Um, so my question for you guys is how have you handled denial and rejection in Hollywood over the years? Um, obviously, you guys are like very successful now, like unqualified is awesome. Um, but I'm sure there's been a time where you thought you'd be maybe perfect for a role or part and then didn't end up getting it. And um, this is something I really want to keep doing, but I don't want to keep getting rejected year after year. You know, some people keep trying out for these professional dance teams for like nine years in a row. And <laughs> I just can't do that. <laughs> That's not who I am. And so I kind of really need some motivation of how to keep going in something like this when you've already been rejected. Malia, you, here's the thing. You can. I feel like I've been rejected over 600 times probably more. Mm -hmm. um, and for all different kinds of reasons, you know, not hot enough, um, like not blonde enough, not tall enough, uh, you know, like, oh, one time not enough soul, not talented enough. Anytime you want to pursue a passion, you are putting your, your yourself in a very vulnerable position. And it's, and, and you kind of have to, I love it that you asked this though, because um, it's, it's something that, you, I don't know if you ever get numb to it, but you definitely get a little bit more adjusted to it, right? Logan, like, what, yeah. what do you think? You, like, you learn, you learn that that just wasn't for you, and and that that special thing for you is is coming. You you adjust. Yeah, and it's also you know everyone also has their their, their own agenda in like casting and 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 I'm sure and you know in placing team members that sometimes most of the time feels like it has nothing to do with talent. But this is something that you love and I I want you to keep pursuing it and in in any way. Yeah, it it is. It definitely is something I love. It's just so hard after, you know, doing this for something. You know, it's almost like when you're applying for like colleges or something or even applying for a new jobs. It's like, you know, you've done all this work, you've, you know, you've done well, you've obviously gotten good grades and everything. And all of a sudden you get a rejection letter maybe, or, you know, just something, especially because I know like I'm, I'm good enough, but you never know if it's like the looks that they're not wanting. And um, it's kind of hard to come back from that for something that I've never really experienced the denial, like in this kind of environment, I guess. Like I've obviously had a lot of you know, hard troubles in other situations, but never really dance. It's just always something kind of um, that I loved and was good at. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little different, but definitely something I love and want to continue with. It just was getting up that motivation and confidence because I feel like my, uh, just like confidence, my ability just went down a lot after. I know. Yeah. It's, it feels, it, no, listen, it's, it's so, it fucking sucks. It sucks to hear like when you feel like you did a really good job and that it feels like there's a frivolous reason that you didn't, you didn't get, you know, the, the job of your dreams. But I will say that if it's something that you love and I would just keep pursuing it. And maybe our listeners can help give us feedback in other ways as well to like, if, if you want to dance and perform, maybe there's other avenues. I, I don't know anything. I'm the worst dancer, but maybe there's other avenues that can help like satisfy your creative longing for your art, you know? You know, and anything creative. For example, I'm I'm going to have a kid right now, and in four months. And is that creative you, for you, Sim? It's, well, well uh, it's <laughs> yeah, creative. It is, it is pretty Amy creative. would love. It is pretty that. creative for me. But if uh, and I was talking to Amy about this. <laughs> yeah. If our if our son 
wanted to be an actor, I would discourage it for a long time. You would? As a kid, definitely. Mm. Really? I would, I would wait for him to get a little bit older. But but because I just know how it's so subjective, and I was on the other side when I produced movies, that I, I know that I'm not rejecting actors. I'm, I'm using actors now because that's all I know. I'm not rejecting actors because of their talent. I'm rejecting them because they're not right for the role for whatever reason or the director doesn't feel that they're right for the role for whatever reason. And I don't, and I know how hard it would be for, for people to just be rejected all the time. You both have been yeah. rejected more times than you've been accepted, which is, well, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't know, know about for Logan. sure. I don't know about right. Logan. No, right. no about but, Logan. It's true. And then, and then for dance, <laughs> I'm sure for dance, it's like athletics where the margin for error is so small. And I couldn't tell like, if I'm judging a dance competition, I, I I couldn't tell if they're doing something that's amazing. I'm sure they're all they're all going to be amazing for me. So who am I to judge <laughs> if that person is better than someone else who's been training their entire life for that same exact goal? You know what I mean? It's 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 so hard that you're saying to Malia, don't take it personally. Well, I mean, don't take it personally, but also take it personally because they are <laughs> re- they're rejecting you. Like they're rejecting yeah. you. But from the little that I know about uh, like the professional sports dance world. Is that there's also a whole other thing that you have to subscribe to? I know like, about this world. Right, you do. I, I did a show for four years that was about a f- professional dance team. So I worked with all of these professional dancers. I had to learn. I trained for eight months to learn how to dance. And there's also a whole other criteria, right? Like yep. it's like don't flirt, like or what, mm-hmm. be politically correct. Like there's mm-hmm. a whole thing, right? Yeah. And like I'm I'm with what you started to say originally, Anna, which is to persevere. I really think, because I, I know exactly the the process that you went through in terms of your audition and you go through the first round. And also it's like you're meeting all these girls. You're becoming friends with these girls. Like you're all like in it together. You see the ones you think are going to make it. You see the ones you think aren't going to make it. You assume you're with the ones who are going to make it. And then you don't. Like there's so much of that social politicking. And I, yes, yeah. I really would say to go again. Like I think you're letting your ego get in the way of your potential success with that team. And I really would say just go again because what what you don't know or what you may know is that when you go back they see that that's a part of you know you may not know which women were there before who who've been trying for three years and that's why they got in that year you know they see you come back and they go oh she really wants this yeah we're giving it to her yeah you know yeah, that's great. That, it, that because it that's true. There's so much, just like whatever in theater, the undercurrent of politics that uh, that you know a, a new person doesn't understand has little to do with talent ability at some point. And so I, I think if you've been sort of stung and rejected once. I hope that you sort of embrace like a little bit of like a fuck it feeling. Like I'm going to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I know. That's what I, was, that's what I was really hoping for. I was like, well, if I don't, you know, make this, I hope like I just kind of have that fire to keep going. But I didn't realize how like hurtful it would be because especially because I knew that yeah. I was actually Good. better than a lot of those right. dancers. Yeah. And, yes. you know, maybe it was because I don't know, my hair didn't look good that day or my abs weren't on point or something. Um, so it's just like kind of that mentality thing that now I have to think about, you know, well, I shouldn't think of that. I really need to focus on the fact that I just need to go there and do the best I can possibly give them and then hopefully make a team. I was, um, I was, this is uh, just to bring it back to me, Malia, because you know, I love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I I was a freshman in college and I had been acting for a while in Seattle and I joined the drama department and I was going to major in drama, but halfway through my freshman year, um, I wasn't getting good grades in drama. Like I wasn't getting record, like, and, and I felt, I felt better than some of my fellow students. And, and I also clear, like I had an ego because I, I knew that I had done a lot more than, you know, than the other students. And so I had this thing where I, like, I had this, this moment where I was like, well, maybe I'm just completely delusional and I'm not good. So then I dropped out of the drama program, decided to like stop acting and, um, and I, I would just do tiny little voiceover gigs or whatever for some, a little extra cash, um, now and again. And, uh, I thought I was going to be a novelist, which is also a completely delusional idea. But, uh, but eventually like, um, I came back around to acting because I, I thought um, 
why, you know, why not? Am I going to regret it if I don't, if I don't give it a shot? Like while I don't have a family, my parents gave me the Honda Accord. Well, I had to buy it off of them. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> tough yeah. parents. No kidding. <laughs> but point being is that I, I think that um, I'm, I'm glad that something made me come back around and that I wasn't discouraged by the grumpy grad student teachers that I just think that perseverance always has to be a part of, of the art and in your in your dream. And you're better than so many of them. You said yourself. So Yeah, they suck. <laughs> yeah, they suck. Yeah. I know. I'm just it's like hard because like even though I'm like a competitive person by nature, I've never like really I I don't really like excuse that because I'm I've just I'm such like a friendly person. Like I've never just put one to be like, Oh, I'm better than you. You know, like I can beat out all these girls just well, because Good. Uh, it just kind of came naturally. And please, please, please stay that way because it's a happier uh, place of being for your for your own soul and heart. But but yeah. but do keep trying, and then you know make a YouTube series out of it, and it could be you know like Malia auditions you know for the twenty second time. Malia moves, and then upon the twenty second sure time, you're going to move to Los Angeles and cheer for us. Well, we podcast, <laughs> which would be incredible. <laughs> but no, but truly, like it's it's um I, I I'm rejection is it just sucks. But I think that pe- a lot of people think that actors kind of come out of nowhere, like they just hit their lucky break. Um, but for the most part, you know, ninety nine percent of us have been auditioning and getting rejected for years, years. years. But pursue your dreams. Keep shaking that thing, I girl. love you, Malia. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Like, you guys are amazing. Um, I'm not going to say fuck you, Sin, because I actually really like them. And I like them. Really fuck you, Malia. So. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> hey, will you please keep us posted? We I feel like we have a lot of listeners that want to, um, you know, pursue their dreams. And uh, and so uh, I think... I think Malia is going to inspire a lot of people. I do, I, too. I, I believe that. I do, too. Um, I love you. Thank you. Thanks, well, I love you guys, too. Thank you so much again. This has been great. I really appreciate it. We're so sorry about bumping you. We're so happy that you're on finally. I know. You're the no, best. thank you so much. It means it really means a lot. Like, it, it's already a step towards the right direction. So this has been great. Oh, good. All right. Please, please, please keep us posted. Thanks, Malia. I will. I will. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. So wait, well, before you take your headphones off, let's say bye to her. Oh. Say bye to Logan before I was you... just going to say that, like... <laughs> let's, let's end the show properly. If Malia can handle getting rejected by us. We're not rejected. That's... Yeah, she got bumped four times. Yeah, she got bumped four I times. I know, but I guess was, it's probably reje- not that big of a deal <laughs> to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As, like, really living point. her dream. <laughs> um, Logan, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you for having You're me. Amazing. This is cool. Go see thank Dear you. White People. Or not go see. Put on Netflix. Go see it in your living room. Yeah, go see it in your living room. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Thank this is really so cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. She's a